0: Welcome to the Sharp Tongue Podcast. Thank you guys for tuning in. Before we get into the thick of it, I want to let you guys know about a show I'm doing in New York City on June 21st. It is to benefit uh, one of my friends who is terminal with cancer. She has two kids and a husband, and we are doing a show at Gotham Comedy Club June 21st. Doors open at 5:30. We're going to have a cocktail hour from six to seven with music, magic, and raffles, and then a comedy show at seven with Gina Brion, Big J Okerson, Jim Norton, and a couple more comedians. Tickets are twenty-five dollars, and a hundred percent of the proceeds are going to be donated to my friend. Uh, again, this is a fundraiser for a wife and mother who is battling terminal cancer. So maybe we can just find some time in our busy schedules and a little bit of space in our our full hearts and donate. To someone who really needs it, I really appreciate it. You can go to my Twitter page, my Facebook page, and my Instagram. All the information is there. Again, it's June 21st at Gotham Comedy Club. Doors open at 5.30. We're going to have a cocktail hour at 6, show at 7.00. We have amazing comedians, and it's going for a really great cause. So I hope you guys come out. I will be there. I'll do photos and and anything else you guys want to do. I, I don't know if I'm going to be performing or not because I am producing this show, and I want to put all my energy into making sure that asses get in the seats so that Leah can be rest assured with a little bit of money to help her family and her go through this very difficult time. So I thank you guys very much. Coming up, all my verbal debauchery. Love ya. Welcome to the Sharp Tongue Podcast. This is Jesse May Paluso. I am your host. Um, yeah. What? Well, what a what a fucking week, huh, guys? What a fucking week. I, uh, I've i been fucked up because of the recent events in Orlando. If you're living under a fucking rock, a gunman whose name I'm not going to mention on this podcast while I'm talking, I may have mentioned it during a conversation with my father, but I record these segments separately. So a gunman went into Pulse Nightclub in Orlando and opened fire on all of the patrons there killing i believe 50 people um I, the number may have gone up a couple but there were uh, critical people in the hospital that were that had sustained injuries uh, i i just don't know you know i want you got to talk about the real shit sometimes on these podcasts it's been kind of I've been trepidatious about being overly goofy on social media not even trepidatious just not motivated um to be a comedian because I, I just I, I don't know how to be funny in times like this you know afterwards is a different c- scenario and and that's where people who say you know oh you can't You can't joke about this. You can't joke about that. You have to joke about everything, but there's a time and there's a place. And I just, right now in this moment, I I don't have many jokes. I have more questions than anything. And this sort of thing, when it happens in society, I think it really, it it does a few things. It shows the true colors of, of the politicians, especially now that we're in this political race You can see where their agendas lie. You can see what their tactics are. You can see how they jump on um, current events and situations like this and really try their angles the best they can. Nobody was shocked that Donald Trump went towards the Islamic radical, the Islamic uh, terrorist route. Hillary Clinton went towards gun control, all of that. And, you know, Bernie Sanders' hair is flying around in a wind tunnel somewhere. (laughs) There's a little humor. There's a little political joke for you. Um, it, it really sort of polarizes the country a bit because people are saying it's a gun control issue. Other people are saying it's a mental health issue. Other people are saying it's radical Islam and ISIS. Um, you know, other people are saying it's a, a gay issue. And I don't. I think it's everything. Uh, but one thing I don't. I don't know if it's a mental health issue. I. I, I don't. I don't believe everything that the news puts out, you know, because bigger corporations own these smaller news outlets and everybody has an agenda. And especially in this year, this political race, it is even more of a cutthroat chess game out there. And, and this is where people have the power as society. We have the power. We really are the ruling factor in the government and in our political system, but not enough of us are organizing, not enough of us are educating ourselves, not enough of us are getting out there and getting involved and using our voices and and, and really trying for change you know is as much fun as it is to be on Snapchat and to just sit at your house and fucking watch Netflix all goddamn day it's more important to also balance that leisure time out with some fight. We need to fight. And I don't mean fight like throwing fists and, and, and drawing blood. I mean fight like using our minds and using our capabilities to collaborate and, and get together and, and and go out and protest and go to our local government and demand change. That's what we have to do. We need to demand change because something is amok in this motherfucking country. And it's been a muck for a long motherfucking time. And you know, everyone talks shit about Obama. But look at the the look at look at the hardships he had going into office off the bat. His name alone, I'm sure, set some people off. Some racist old white people in 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 the White House. His name alone, Barack Obama, probably turned motherfuckers turned their turn their shoulders away from him because of their own judgment. And then put on top that he's a black man. And then he's trying to push all of these different things into legislation. He had he had he had his work cut out for him. And I'm not saying he did everything correct, but we have to. We re- now is when we need change. It's like we need Obama again. <laughs> I just, you know, I don't think it's simple as simple as a mental health issue. I think there's a lot of words that get tossed around in the news. A lot of words that get tossed around in media and social media. And I'm not by any means suggesting that I am a professional and I am a uh, highly educated in political affairs or in mental health issues or in Islamic radicalism or in gun control. But I know a little bit about a lot and I have opinions and I'm pretty smart, and I have common sense, so I'm just drawing conclusions based on all of those things combined. I don't think it's as simple as a mental health issue. It can't. It can't be that simple. And and if what is being said in the media is true, if he really did call nine one one and pledges allegiance to ISIS, we can't ignore those things. If that really did happen. But then you have to ask yourself, is that just something that was said in the media to make people rally around this Islamic extremist terrorist ideology? I don't know. But you have to try and find the facts. You have to try and figure out what is what. And it's still kind of fresh. There are still a lot of moving parts. I may have misspoke about a few facts on this podcast. If you guys know that that has happened, I apologize. I'm trying to keep up with everything and on top of still having to work and audition and take care of three dogs and, you know, I, I, I'm i trying to, as best as I can. So if there are things that have changed that have come to light since this podcast, I apologize for getting the facts wrong. So, you know, that being said, I don't know if it's it's not as simple as gun control. You know, a lot of you are just like gun control. We need gun control. It sounds good. That phrase sounds really good. And it almost makes us feel safe by saying it, right? Like, like that whole system is easily uh, remedied by just saying gun control. You almost put yourself at ease by saying it, but it's not as simple as that. Because you have to think about how long it would take to even get a gun control bill passed to adjust the laws that exist already right now to to get those laws to go through Senate, to get passed to, to, to the day where the bill is signed and we're celebrating, I'm going to say at least three years. Maybe it's a long projection. Maybe I'm a pessimist. Maybe I am my mother's daughter, (laughs) but I'm going to say three years. And then I was talking about this with my man who's very educated, who knows a lot about this stuff, who fought in wars who knows a lot about religion. You know, we were having a conversation about this and it's, it's, it's not as simple as just saying gun control. It's just not that simple because at the end of the day, if we do do this, if we do pass, I said, do, do, (laughs) if we do pass some sort of gun control into legislation, Say three years from now, in my pessimistic mind. Say three years from now. The technology that exists today will be so far advanced by the time a gun control bill gets passed that they won't even probably be caught up with the technology. You'll be able to print a gun in your house because of the advancement in laser printing and in digital printing from your computer. You'll be able to literally print a gun in your own home. That technology will exist. And people will find a way to get their hands on it, and they will find a way to use it to their advantage, whatever their motivation is. So even if we did put some sort of gun control legislation into action, the technology, they'd have to keep up with the technology, and they'd have to keep their, their eyes on the ball as far as what is going on in the technological world with advancements in creating different Items and creating different things like guns, and you know they're they're creating body parts. They're fucking growing body parts in labs now. Technology is going to move faster than the old fucking farts in Senate. That's the point, and we have to consider that it's not just as simple as saying gun control, and it's not just as simple as saying ISIS. It's another nice word, another word that just rolls off the tongue where a lot of people. A lot of us don't understand what what goes with that word, what that really means. And you have to educate yourselves. We have to. We can't just say words that we see on the news. And we can't just repeat what we see on the news and that be our platform. We have to create our own platform. And that only comes with education. So educate your fucking selves. I'm sorry if you turned on this podcast for dick jokes, butt bleaching updates, and to hear me smoke weed. That part, if you listen closely, will happen. But <laughs> this is what I'm talking about. I have to get it out. It's not as easy as just saying ISIS. But in my, if I had to say one thing, why I think this happened, just with the limited knowledge that I have, um, or the knowledge that I've gathered thus far on all the events that happened in Orlando at Pulse Nightclub, I'm going to lean towards Islamic radical uh, Islamic extremism. I'm leaning more towards that. I'm leaning more towards an ISIS approach only because that reading up on what the teachings are in the radical realm of Islam. I'm not talking about people who aren't reading into the religion literally. I'm talking about the radicalization of it. I'm talking about the terrorist. I'm talking about the extremism within Islam. Homosexuality is a sin. They are throwing gay gay people off the roofs where this religion exists in an extreme form, where people exist in countries where they are extremists within the Islam religion. Gay people are being burned alive. Their heads are being cut off. You have to take that into account when a man who, as we know it, the most you know, the news said he did call nine one one and pledge his allegiance to ISIS. You can't turn your back on those things. You have to gather all the information and slowly weed out the bullshit. In my gut I feel that it is this Islam extremism. And it terrifies me. It terrifies me because nine eleven just prove to you that it is not a gun issue. They fucking hijacked planes and took down buildings. You take away the guns. And if this is, if we, if we do focus on the gun control, we take away the guns. We, we figure out a way to really clean up the streets, clean up the guns, which I'm not against, but say we do all that and these Islamic extremists are still out in our streets and in our schools and in our neighborhoods, in our, in our communities, if they want to carry out a task where they want to eradicate and murder a mass number of people, they will find a fucking way. That is evident. And that is a fact. So what do we do? Fucking educate ourselves, fucking fight, fucking get together and, and talk with your neighbors and educate yourselves. Don't be afraid, man. Don't be afraid. And any of you motherfuckers out there that are listening that are like, oh, fucking gay clubs. Yeah, I wouldn't go into a gay, go into a gay club. It is the most motherfucking fun you will ever have in your life. Dance queen. Yes, queen. Are you kidding me? Justin Martindale and I were talking about this when we were in um, Nashville, when we were performing in Nashville, we went to a gay club called Play, I believe, a drag queen club so much fun and we were saying that that's what happened in Orlando these people were in a place where they felt like it'd be themselves and be free and you know wear roller skates and you know put pasties on their nipples wear a shitload of makeup dress however you want to dress come in dressing like Angela Lansbury yes queen work that Lansbury work bitch write those notes murder she not murder she proud. You are, there is no place I have felt more accepted than in a gay club, in a drag queen club. Try it out. You don't have to be gay. You don't have to be a drag queen. You don't have to be even, you know, loud and and ostentatious in your being. You can just go and they accept you. It is, it is literally a sanctuary and it is so much fun. And if you've never gone to a gay club, grab your friends and go. You will have so much fun. I guarantee it. I guarantee it. I just pictured the men's warehouse guy saying, I guarantee it. <laughs> so, um, I, I, I talked to my mom and dad about this because they're both very smart people with similar viewpoints. Um, and, and they're both, they both have big hearts and they're people who I call when I'm happy, when I'm sad, when I'm confused, when I'm just hurting, when I'm in a good mood. They're just, they're both my rocks and neither of them knew I was recording them. So I hope they're not mad at me. (laughs) Um, and don't take offense to anything, anything that my parents say, don't take offense to anything I say, uh, just fight, put, put that energy towards changing something. Don't, don't let things influence you in a way where you're offended. You have to manipulate that energy into forward movement and action. Somebody who sits at home and and is just offended isn't helping society. So if you're offended, go out and demand change. Fucking donate your time at a youth LGBT center. Go out and donate your time at a fucking sleepaway church camp. I don't know. Whatever the hell you want. Just don't be offended. All love, all love coming from the Sharp Tongue podcast today and all of my love. I am sending, (laughs) I can't, it's like, I I can't even not get emotional about it. I am sending my love to Orlando. I, uh, I can't imagine the pain that the families are feeling of, of the victims, um, uh, of the injured ones, of the people who saw their friends be murdered i I can't imagine your pain and i am sending you love um justin martindale who i've mentioned before and who has been on this podcast listed a couple days ago this uh, yesterday a list of people who have passed and who were murdered by that fucking animal um and i'm gonna read off the names and then you guys Listen to my mom and dad, we talk about it, and uh, do something. Just fucking do something. Edward Sotomayor Jr., Stanley Almodovar Third, Luis Omar Ocasio-Capo, Juan Ramon Guirero, Eric Ivan Ortiz Riviera. wow, what a name. It's a good name. Peter O. Gonzalez Cruz, Louis S. Vielma Kimberly Morris, Eddie Jamaldroy Justice, Daryl Roman Bert II, Dianca Deirdre Drayton, Alejandro Barrios Martinez, Anthony Luis. Oh, his last name is a tough one, but I'm going to try it. Anthony Luis, Laura Disla, Leonardo Disla, Lorenzo Disla. I hope I'm saying that right. Jean Carlos Mendez Perez, Frankie Jimmy de Sous Velasquez. My fucking Siri just picked up. What a bitch. Excuse me. I'm sorry. Frankie Jimmy de Sous Velasquez, Amanda Elvier, Martin Benitez Torres, Luis Daniel Wilson Leon, Mercedes Marisol Flores. Javier Emanuel Soreno Rosado Gilberto Ramon Silva Menendez Simone Adrian Corillo Fernandez Oscar A. Aracena Montero Enrique L. Rios Miguel Angel Honorato Javier Jorge Reyes Joel Rion, Panigua Jason Benjamin Josephat, Corey James Connell, Juan P. Rivera Velasquez, Louis Daniel Conde, Shane Evan Taminilson, Juan Chavez Martinez, Harold Arthur Wright, Leroy Leroy Valentin Fernandez, Tevin Eugene Crosby, Jonathan Antonio. Kamui Vega Jean C. Neves Rodriguez. I'm sorry. <sighs> Rodolfo Ayala Ayala. That's my favorite last name ever. Brenda Lee Marquez McCool. Yomari Rodriguez Sullivan, Christopher Andrew Leoninen Angel L. Candelario Padro, Pedro, sorry. Frank Hernandez, Paul Terrell Henry, Antonio Devon Brown, Christopher Joseph Sanfelice. Um. I apologize for being emotional and swearing through that. <laughs> Um, and I send my love to Orlando and I send my love to everybody listening to this podcast. I'm sorry if you wanted dick jokes, I got to keep it real. Um, please just make change. Literally we need to make change. Uh, this is, it's too much. It's too much. And you can donate to Orlando. I believe they have a fund. It's a GoFundMe fund. Um, I think it's, uh, it's. I'm pretty sure it's Pulse Victims Fund on GoFundMe, but um, if you Google it, I'm, I'm pretty sure you could find it. That's what it said on the news. But again, I don't trust the fucking news. <laughs> um, I have nothing to promote. I'm just promoting love on this podcast. My mom is coming up, and after that, my father. And then after that, I am going to play the Anderson Cooper interview. Of the attorney general in Florida. I'm sure you all have seen this, and if you have not, be terrified by who is in office and the people of power making decisions. Be terrified. Demand change. Get these fucking twats out of office. I love you, cunts. Hello? Hi mom. Hi, what are you doing? Watching television. What well, you,
1: actually, I was sitting here sleeping, but...
0: Did I wake you up? Yes.
1: Yeah.
0: Do you want me to let you go back to bed? No,
1: I'm not in bed. I'm watching television, sleeping flash.
0: Why are you screaming at me? Um, am I? Yeah, you've raised your voice a little bit, and I feel offended. <laughs> no, i was just get over it. Well, I haven't talked to you. How about that stuff in Orlando? Crazy, huh?
1: Awful.
0: It's terrible.
1: Just awful. What are we gonna do? Mm. Probably have a few more of those horrible things before it gets straightened out.
0: What do you think it is? Why? Why is that? Do what, what, Why did that happen?
1: Well, I don't know. You know. People are very quick to say ISIS and all of that, but I think that this guy was really sick.
0: <coughs> you think he was sick, like like mental illness? Yep. Yeah. You don't think uh, the the radical, the radicalization of Islam had anything to do with it in his mind?
1: Well, may have you know, it could also be that he was just looking for an excuse
0: to blame it on him. And... People are speculating that he himself...
1: like it's okay.
0: Some people said that he himself was gay, and because of some of the teachings in Islam, and especially, like, the literal, radical interpretation of it, that homosexuality is not okay... And that he himself was a homosexual and felt because he couldn't be himself within his own religion that he lashed out on all those poor people. Well, according to what they have
1: recorded, he he was he had been there
0: many times. Right, he had been there many times. He had a dating right. he had a profile on a gay dating app. Mm-hmm. Too
2: bad.
0: What are we gonna do? It makes me so sad. I was crying all day when I found out.
1: I know all those poor people that were killed and all of their families and everything.
0: It's just so sad. It's so sad and just the way he did it. Like, I I don't understand why regular people are able to get a hold of a semi-automatic weapon like that. What could you possibly need that for in your everyday life?
1: I know. I know, but, I mean, I I guess that there were more hope that he had to jump through for the pistol than for the automatic, you know, the assault rifle. So there's a lot of stuff that needs to be done. And if he had previously been under investigation by the FBI, there's no way that he should have been able to buy
0: any of that stuff. Yeah, like why if he was under investigation, you know, there's obviously a loophole, not a loophole, there's obviously some breakdown in the process of investigating people who are flagged and then them in turn being able to still purchase weapons.
1: I know. Very sick.
0: I, all, I could just, I was just thinking of Maddie. I was like, where is he living? Is he in Orlando? I I freaked out. No, he's
1: not in Orlando. He's north of, Orla- uh, north and he's on the, uh,
0: Opposite, well, yeah.
1: Orlando's central, so he's on the east
0: coast. It just makes me so sad. Florida.
1: I know. I know, really
0: sad. And they're just cornered in a bathroom. Those poor people that were just—they—they they were slaughtered. They were slaughtered by this guy. Yep. I mean, this is the worst since. I think Virginia Tech is the second most killings, and then maybe Sandy Hook?
1: No, this is the worst, the most uh, number of people that were killed since 9-11.
0: No, but I'm talking about from uh, from being shot. Oh, I don't know. I think, I think...
1: No, I think this is the most number.
0: This one is the most number, but I think the second most was Virginia Tech. Remember Virginia Tech? Yeah, yeah, but I think this is different than like those Virginia Tech and those Sandy Hook shootings because the the f the nine one one said that he made a call praising uh, his allegiance to ISIS after it was in the middle of it all going on. I'm just
1: stupid. I mean that was
0: just a. You think that was
1: to make it seem like it was okay that it was something else other than.
0: I know, like, what are we supposed to believe?
1: He was, I think that the ISIS crap, that ISIS thing was just um, just something that he felt that would make it seem like it was okay, because he was doing it for a cause, other than the fact that he was gay himself and couldn't stand himself. And
0: You might be um, right. It, it, so it, it was a way of validating what he yeah, had it done. Stupid.
1: Yeah. It just, so much, I don't know. We, we need to be far more tolerant as people. And I you know, don't
0: know how to make that happen. But. I don't know how to make it happen either, and I don't think it's as easy as gun control. And I, and I do think we need some stricter um, immigration laws. I,
1: I, well, I think that there's more. I think that there are, in this case, The FBI had investigated him a couple of times and didn't find anything that was significant enough to arrest him for. But I really feel that if you're a person who has been uh, investigated by the FBI and there's questionable things, you should not be able to get a gun. You
0: should not be able to get a gun. And it's it's not even an immigration issue because he was in a, he was born here he was born in in New York I think him and his dad uh-huh. so it's not even like an immigration issue, even though I think that there still needs to be some sort of i just think we're missing a lot of steps with with all of our laws well I don't think that changing any of
1: the immigration laws would have
0: anything to do with that no I not that not in this case that
1: with all of the ISIS and Muslim and all of that stuff. I do think that if you, as an individual, whether you're an American citizen or an immigrant, and you live here, if you come under investigation by the government, you need to leave.
0: I I, there has
1: to be some other kind of uh, way to be able to get rid of people, other than. I mean, he could not have. Because he's an American citizen, there wasn't. Any, you can't take those rights away like
0: that. You can't. But I think
1: that we need to look at
0: that right now, and we might need some different laws. We might have to make some changes because yep. if he, if it is an ISIS thing, if it is, um, you know, radical Islam extremist, then that's you know something that we have to put money in education and legislation into because it's it's going to become more of an issue. If if it is if it is this sort of extreme islamic following, if it if it is like an ISIS based thing, then there has to be something we can do. We can't just I mean the, to me this was 9/11 was terrible. You know, I, I that was just horrific. But this I guess this feels a little different because it's so much more it, it's like a mouse getting into your house, like the damage that can be done on a small from from one person in right, these,
1: not just a mouse that gets into your house, but a mouse that had been welcomed into your house before.
0: Yeah. And got in a mouse that got a hold of a semi automatic fucking weapon. That part uh-huh. blows my mind. Yeah.
1: Uh, so
0: it's What do people need the- those for? I'm I'm not like, you know, like Chris having her shotgun and going hunting, that's one thing. People having pistols for protection, that's one thing. But th- why would people need automatic, semi automatic, and assault rifles? I don't understand that part. There's
1: no need for that. And they said that that's the most common, that's a very common gun that people own. Oh. Yeah, so. It's really sad. Horrible. Horrible, horrible circumstance.
0: It's just for those it, it's it's I don't know I I think you're right I think there's gonna be more situations like this and you know there's one thing that I was talking about before with um I forget who it was but we were talking about having armed guards in these bars and the like I I think bars need to have just one cop in there. Or one armed guard, or one security guard. Because imagine if there had been that, this kid probably would have been a little deterred on his plan. You know, if he walked well, the in... the cop was um, a security
1: guard. It was outside of the building. Yeah, he but that's just like a bouncer.
0: Did he have a gun? Did he have like a, a gun on him? I
1: believe he did. I believe he was armed. Really? I think so.
0: I'm going to have to look into that. Wow, I mean if that kid went into in this and they and they had an armed security guard, like oh God.
1: I don't know how anybody goes into a building like that with that type of a weapon. How do they how do they conceal it? Yeah, how the hell
0: did he conceal that?
1: I don't know. Well there wasn't any metal detector or padding down or any of that, but just crazy. Just really crazy.
0: It is crazy. Makes me sad. Makes me want to go to Orlando and hug everybody who who was affected. I
1: know. Anybody, really.
0: I know. And I just don't...
1: What if it's somebody that doesn't like... I don't know. Doesn't like any of the Disney characters. I'd to go to Disney and take out a whole bunch of families. I mean, there's no um, there's no control. It's a type of thing that you can't... Predict. and You can't
0: anticipate it. Right, you can't anticipate right,
1: it. You, can anticipate it. You, you don't know how to predict. You don't know how to figure out that somebody's going to do that. I mean, even after everything is all said and done, probably nobody will have done anything differently. Except that, I do believe the program that law enforcement has now, or they "see something, say something," I do hope. I do hope that that would maybe, in the future,
0: change make things.
1: Come forward and say something if they think somebody's acting like a real retard, like he was.
0: Well, one of the other issues now, like this weird place we're in. We're so much more PC now that even a, a program like See Something, Say Something, I think is going to be a hard sell because people don't want to offend, and they don't want to stereotype, and they don't want to, you know, um, pigeonhole people. So it, we're entering in this place where you can't say anything that's slightly PC. Right, and be- they
1: don't want to come under attack either.
0: Right. So it's almost like See Something, Say Something would work, but only in a society where we're more concerned with the population as opposed to offending a single person or group right
1: well it doesn't have to be about profiling you know if i saw you doing something like throwing pennies at Martha's house
0: mom (laughs) (laughs) was that terrorism on a small level How many pennies did I throw at our neighbor's house? I don't know. She brought a whole bag over one day. It was two. I think it was like two hundred pennies. She had aluminum siding. You know how hard I was laughing when I got a <laughs> fistful, and we threw a fistful at the ha- side of the house, and all that penny, all the pennies hit the aluminum siding. It made me pee my pants. I laughed so hard. <laughs> yeah. So you know,
1: there's
0: that. Say something. Say something. Oh, so you'd throw? You you would uh, give your daughter up? <laughs> yep real fast wow that was so quick Nancy without a blink of an eye wow your true colors come out when you're drinking wine out of a box <laughs> well I miss you I miss you too and I love you
1: I love you too
0: I'll talk to you soon okay honey bye mommy bye I love you I love you hey pop
2: hey you call me before
0: no you you called me and oh, left me a voicemail.
2: Less your voice what did say?
0: <laughs> you were talking about the news.
2: Talking about what?
0: You asked me if I had watched the news.
2: Oh yeah, the stuff in Orlando?
0: Yeah, what's going on? What the fuck?
2: Fifty people get killed.
0: By 50 one 50 pe- one guy.
2: guy. One guy. How much ammunition 'cause that son of this could have. He did, but Russian would do something to stop him. Holy
0: fuck! He had an AK-17. Yeah, they
2: shoot. Off, they shoot off.
0: Uh, I just—it's
2: like almost like a machine gun.
0: How many rounds? How does it? Do you know? Do you know what gun it was? I don't
2: know how many rounds. It is. It's also I don't. I know probably
0: holds a good clip of. Oh, jeez mate. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Right. Oh shit. What'd you do? I
2: gotta,
0: go. I gotta take a shit, man. You gotta take a shit? <laughs> Dad? Did you just put me on hold so you could take a shit? <laughs> I just took a shit. What just happened? Oh, I, I, I just made it. Are you on the toilet, Dad?
2: <laughs> I can to go I almost <laughs> shit <in> my pants <laughs> Hang on a second
0: Hang on Oh my god I can't I can't Dad, did you really put me on hold So you could take a shit <laughs>
2: Alright, go ahead
0: Did you crap that fast?
2: Well, I was shooting out
0: <laughs> Jesus, dad <laughs>
2: I've been taking fruit juice and all kinds of stuff. Oh my
0: to, god! Oh my god! It.
2: So at least I'm going, I'm going better. Let's put it that way. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you crap that fast?
2: House. I can't leave the house,
0: Dad. That was a ten-second crap.
2: <laughs> <laughs> as soon as I hit the toilet, it came
0: out. Oh Jesus Christ! I'm gonna
2: shit my pants so like- another <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well speaking right. speaking of things shooting out fast, how how many <laughs> how many rounds it was it was AR fifteen assault rifle that he had.
2: AR A K.
0: AR. What does that mean?
2: I don't know. They apparently had a lot of shoot a lot of bullets. Had it, time to, Well, hit, that was a standoff too. They they didn't get in there right
0: away. No, they didn't and why, you know um Peter was telling me in in Pittsburgh There are armed police guards in every, armed police guards in every bar. I think that should be a mandatory thing from now on. We need to have people, we need to have cops and guards that are armed in places where this is starting to occur more often. This guy,
2: I don't know what, he must have had, well, there was a standoff, so he just kept shooting people. Apparently they they couldn't get out, I don't know what why they couldn't get out of the building. But, well, you, you know, know, who knows where the, exit, where the exits
0: were? Clubs aren't always like, you know, the exits are it's sometimes it sometimes these places aren't built for you to be able to escape in situations like this. Yeah. Yeah, he had a he had a he had an AR15. That's well, what much, he had.
2: Multi multi like, like a machine gun almost. It's a
0: semi-automatic rifle. Yeah,
2: it just keeps shooting.
0: Yeah, it just keeps so shooting.
2: Trigger back and it just keeps shooting. Boom 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 boom. boom. He must have kept loading that gun up and they didn't get in the him right away. I don't know why it took him so long to get in there. they I mean, they said he had passengers he was killing everybody
0: he was just he just opened fire and his 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 dad said he was angry because he saw two men kissing
2: yeah he didn't like homosexuals,
0: yeah, but this guy was on the was on the watch list for uh you know he he was he, he there's reports saying that he had called um nine one one before the shootings, and this is all stuff that i 've read, so it may it may have changed since yeah. that he called nine one one um proclaiming his allegiance to ISIS, and so they realized yeah. in hindsight the link to that and the shootings.
2: That, but he's that, he's was
0: a radical. Was that just a rumor? Well, that I don't know if it's verified now. I think it might be more speculatory because every you know all this stuff is sort of coming about. But the yeah. most majority of the stories and the news articles that I have read are are saying that he is a radical Islamic. You know, he's he's yeah, one I, of these like f- just radical Islam. Um, well,
2: it's, they said he did, he he didn't like gay people yeah but, of, but he didn't like homosexuals,
0: but here's my thing
2: that was a gay club you
0: know it was a gay club, yeah, but people who don't like gay people i I don't think that was it he's you gotta really not like something to go up into a gay club and just shoot people because you don't like gay people that's not they're turning this into something else they're 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 turning away from what it really is, and i th- i I think it's it's because of his, you know, he's just pure fundamental, radical, Islam ways. I think that's what it is.
2: Uh, probably is. Yes. I think you're right because, uh, you know, just because he didn't like homosexuals, why we go in and
0: shoot? He, there's, more yeah. there's more to it. Yeah, there's more to it than that. Some,
2: there's something, something deeper there.
0: There's something deeper going it on. It
2: might have been radical. might have part was radicalized by the Muslims. Yeah. You know, he, they got They got into his brain, and he was. He's, they watch the mass killings, and they get ideas. And then they, 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 they uh, go out and copy what the other guy did. Or this guy had, map, had, so much ammunition and weapons. Holy, God. he he hit, he hit over almost a hundred people.
0: I know. He... Killed fifty.
2: That's how many time, how long it would it take to shoot down a hundred people? <sighs> I'm surprised that they didn't rush them or do something. If somebody, I don't know, I don't know. You think they would have? If they, if they saw everybody dropping, getting shot. You think they would have tried to save themselves? You know. Well,
0: well I, I, I think, think the, the problem is like the, minds. like I said. You know, a lot of people when they when they panic, they you know people either figure out a way to escape or they can't. And I think when you're in a club like that, it's not built for you to just be able to get out quickly. You know, it's like that remember that the club that burned down was that in in uh Jersey where White I think White Snake was playing, remember? And everybody burned alive inside.
2: Yeah.
0: You know, they they're not built so so mass, you know, like a couple hundred people can escape at the same time. That's like you know, it's like a fish down a stream. Everybody gets stuck because they're going through two ways to uh escape through this narrow Area and then and then the people yeah. who went to the bathroom, there's no exit out of a bathroom. I would presume, you know, you're not going to be able to escape a bathroom. So they got, fucking, you know, they got they got what's that pigeonholed? Is that what they call it?
2: Yeah, pigeonholed. And uh, when,
0: when you just get stuck in a corner and then they just got fucking shot, just sh- that's not somebody who, and I, I don't think that's somebody who doesn't like gay people. I think that somebody who has made an allegiance to you know the the radical sector of Islam you know and, and that's another thing that's a problem is that you know I don't know a lot about religion I know a little bit about it and, and Peter and I had a conversation about this because he knows a lot about religion you know it's not it's not all of Islam all of Islam isn't bad it's these go on, go on. it's these it's this radical fundamentalism these little sectors of people you know the Isis and 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 that sort of Parade around the literal interpretation of the religion.
2: And, I know. And, and they're, they're vicious and they're evil. I mean, they just kill people, they behead people. I mean, how can it be that evil? I I don't understand it. I just, you can get that much, you can hate that much. I don't know. It's just, I'll tell you what, I'm, <laughs> you know what's going to happen tomorrow, don't you? What? You're going to have like two million people going out buying guns. Maybe more.
0: Well, you know,
2: they're gonna. People are gonna start arming themselves. I don't. I, it, Especially I, if they get a few more of these things to do. go out. Joe's got a carry permit. I'm gonna call him and say, Joe, you better carry that son of a bitch when you go out, because you never know. I mean, not that it happen. The odds against it, it'll never happen. But what if it does, and you've got nothing to protect yourself, you know.
0: Yeah. I don't think. I'm not
2: saying it should be. uh, Everybody should come out, you know, shooting. But uh, Jesus Christ.
0: Well, Um, you need to have people who are armed. There, there there needs to be. You know, I don't think it's as easy as gun control. I used to think that. I don't. I don't know if I think that anymore. I don't think it's as easy as gun control. And I. And I don't think this is a mental illness case. You know, I, I think when you look at the shootings that happen in the schools. Um, and the shootings that happened, you know, Sandy Hook and the Columbine and, you know, things like that, those were done by people who had mental illness. That, that was def, that was a mental illness issue. A majority of those people were documented to have severe depression issues and were on medication or off of their medication or had a poor cocktail combination of their medication. And that's, that's. Been the reasoning behind that. This is something different. This is not mental illness, and I don't think it's as simple as gun control. No, it isn't. Because you can. No. The the fact is, if I wanted to go out tomorrow and get a gun, I could. If you wanted to go get one, you could. Anyone can get a gun in this country, legal but, or not.
2: You can't well, buy a Everybody can buy a shotgun. you got to register. That's all you got to do. That's
0: all you have to do. You know how easy it is to register? And then you have the straw buyers who can get th- who are the loophole through the system. You don't even have to fucking register.
2: <laughs> what about all the illegal guns out there?
0: Oh, forget about it.
2: You know, how many guns, you know how many guns are down in the gut with these black kids and well, even some of the white kids? There's guns all over the place. There's guns
0: six, bla- 14, black 15. and white. Black yeah, and white and 40, yellow and orange.
2: kids are carrying are carrying
0: fucking
2: guns. Yeah. I mean it's just crazy. It,
0: the, the amount you're of time to come,
2: you're to com- com- anybody you to
0: confront you your shit. Yeah, but the amount of time it would take and the amount of organization and corralling and, and you know, um, going in front of Senate to oh. get the gun control that we would need in order for it to make a difference. It's going to be too late. It's going to be too late. There's so much technology. And by the time, you know, Peter and I were talking about this, like by the time they would even be able to pass a bill to instill gun control in our country, the technology will be so far past the government legislation on it that they won't even be able to keep up with it. People are going to be able to literally print guns in their homes. You can, you'll can you be able to digitally print a gun in, in in like two to three years. Print a gun? Print a gun. Yes. Print a gun from your computer into your house. What? Where'd you just go?
2: I mean, I gotta
0: clean up here a little bit. Did you shit your pants? What'd you do? Oh, Jesus.
2: (laughs) I didn't quite hit the toilet.
0: Oh, Jesus, Dad. Are you serious? (laughs) Hang on. Hang on. I missed. (laughs) Oh, my God. What shape is your butthole that you missed the toilet? (laughs) Huh? The hole in the toilet is circular. So is your butthole. How do you miss that?
2: (laughs) Hang on. Hang on.
0: Did you really miss the toilet? I can't believe we're talking about gun control. You need butthole control.
2: I gotta finish this job,
0: baby. Yeah, you you clean this shit off your toilet. We'll talk about we'll talk about this later. All
2: right. I love you. Say hello to say hello to uh, Peter. I will. All right, you uh, you know they got that boat, right? Up in Alex Bay. Yeah. Why
0: don't you? Yeah, you're not allowed on a you're boat not- until you can control your bowels. <laughs> <laughs> The last thing I want to do is be stuck on a boat while you're shit in your pants.
2: <laughs> oh, Jesus. I was, uh, made my balls too loose.
0: Ah, oh, Dad, this is just too much for me. <laughs> all
2: right. I got to go change my pants.
0: Yeah, go go figure out your life, okay? I, I need to get you a nurse.
2: <laughs> I got to go hon. Oh,
0: yeah, I know. I love you.
2: I love you. Say hello to Peter. Sounds like
0: you already hello, went all hello. over the side of the fucking toilet. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Joey, Joey shit his pants coming
0: to Yeah Joey shits his pants Hey guys
2: I'm gonna go tie him on the floor Coming
0: come to the stage You know him from his greatest hits Shit my pants volume 1 and 2 Joey Shits his pants Paluso. Alright Bye
3: I want to ask you, um, I saw you the other day saying that um, anyone who attacks the LGBT community, our LGBT community, you said, will be gone after with the full extent of the law. That's exactly right. I talked to a lot of gay and lesbian people here yesterday who are are not fans of yours and who said that they thought you were being a hypocrite, that you for years have fought, uh, you've basically gone after gay people, said that in court that gay people, simply by fighting for marriage equality, were trying to do harm. To the people of florida to induce uh, public harm i believe was the term you used in court do you really think you're a, a champion of the gay community
4: i let me tell you i when i was sworn in as attorney general i put my hand on the bible and was sworn to uphold the constitution of the state of florida that's not a law that was voted into our state constitution by the voters of florida That's what I was defending, Mm -hmm. had nothing to do, I've never said I don't like gay people, that's ridiculous. But you do say,
3: but do you worry about using language, accusing gay people of trying to do harm to the people of Florida when, doesn't that send a message to some people who might have bad ideas in mind? Listen,
4: I don't believe gay people could do harm to the state of Florida. But you argued that in court. My lawyer argued a case defending what the Supreme Court allowed the voters to put in our state right, constitution, but you were arguing
3: that gay marriage—if if, if there was gay marriage, if there was same-sex marriage—that would do harm to the people of Florida, to Florida society. That
4: it was constitutional to put that in this in the constitution. Are you saying you did not believe
3: it would do harm to Florida?
4: Of course not. Of course not. Gay, gay people. No, I've never said that. I, those you, words that have never come spe- out of my mouth.
3: But that is specifically what you were arguing in court. Y-
4: you know, no no what we argued was it was in the constitution of the state of florida let me give you an example medical marijuana a 12-year-old could get it if it passed we took that to the supreme court because of that language hold on but if that passed i would defend that as well because it's my job to defend what's in the constitution of the state of florida that's what it was about
3: the hotline that that you've been talking about on television which allows family members and spouses of the dead to get information, uh, which is incredibly important, and and I appreciate you talking about on the air. Had there been no gay marriage, had there been no same-sex marriage, you do realize that spouses, there would be no spouses, that boyfriends and girlfriends of the dead would not be able to get information and would not be able to probably even visit in the hospital here. So isn't there a sick irony in that?
4: Well, yeah, and let me tell you something. Let me take it a step farther. Um, People aren't, right now, who are partners and aren't married, um, officially aren't able to get information so we're trying to assist them in getting information because early but isn't on isn't there we only a had sick irony people. that you for
3: years were fighting the, that very idea
4: I was defending the Constitution of what's over 69% of the voters right. within the Constitution. But
3: the you know, the courts, the federal court said that's not the Constitution right. and you continued and to fight no, it. No,
4: That's why we rushed it to get it to the U.S. Supreme Court well, because we needed before finality. Before the Supreme
3: Court there was a federal judge and you continued to fight it after the federal judge ruled and in fact you spent hundreds of thousands of dollars of taxpayer money well, fighting Anderson,
4: we rushed to get it to the Supreme Court you know what today's about human beings today's right. about victims it's about gay and we lesbian victims it sure is right. LGBT right. victims I'm just wondering it's is about, it it's hypocritical it's to Florida.
3: to portray yourself as a champion of the gay community when I'm, I'm just reflecting I'm what a lot of gay people have told me they don't see you as that.
4: Anderson I'm not portraying myself as anything other than trying to help human beings right. who have lost their lives who are right behind us right now in hospital beds, who have family members who aren't getting the services they need. This morning, you know what I've been doing? Trying to fight with a funeral home for overcharging family members to bury their loved ones. I'm not championing anything other than Floridians. That's what this is about. We're about human beings. And this is about victims who need help, this is about family members who need services. It's just that I, I will say
3: I have never really seen you talk about gays and lesbians and transgender people in a positive way until now. Um, I read your Twitter history for the last year and I saw you tweeting about, you know, National Dog Month and National Shelter Dog Appreciation Day or Adopt-a-Shelter Dog Month. You know, it is Gay Pride Month. You've never even tweeted about Gay Pride Month. I mean, Well,
4: actually, if you look at my um, website now, we have hands clasped to Together, mm-hmm. um, all different colored rainbow hands. So you people. just put that up now? So, yeah, I did, after right. this horrible tragedy, right. absolutely. Well. Um, the only thing I'm championing are human beings whose lives were lost.
3: So that's your message to gay and lesbian people here. Because again, I'm just telling you what people have been telling me to ask you. Um, moving forward, do you see yourself as being a vocal champion for gay and lesbian citizens in this state?
4: They are citizens just like anyone else, of course. I, I My goodness, Anderson, we've had... Forty nine people murdered simply because they were in a bar at the wrong time. Right. That's horrible. Yeah. I'm a career prosecutor. Um, these family members are devastated. Well it's good. These to hear. surviving yeah. victims are devastated. I know, I That's talk... what this is about.
3: Right. I know a lot of gay and lesbian people in the state want to feel that the people who represent them represent everybody in the state. We're
4: human beings, and that's what this is about.
3: Well, I appreciate you talking to us. That's what this is about. Thank Thank you. you. Thank you so much. Thanks for all you're doing on behalf of the victim.
4: Thank you.